Greetings and welcome everyone, it's All You Can Geek Gamecast episode uh, 668. I'm one of host Jim Gass, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinside. Ahoy! And Tony Kokonakis. Yo, Tooms! Welcome guys, welcome listeners and viewers live on Twitch Tuesday nights. Please join us and hit that subscribe button on here. We do appreciate right it. Right. Do it right Great. now. If you're watching this, no, subscribe. Subscribe, 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 subscribe. All right. Uh, we're also on YouTube the following day, so subscribe to that channel too. Um, and, uh, you know, leave us comments. We'd like to hear from you guys. Uh, we'd like to, we'll answer some questions, whatever. Uh, anyways, guys, episode 668 of the Gamecast. Uh, what have we been playing? Uh, I will go first because um, I got to play some Forza, finally. And, uh, yay. It's Forza, right? Yeah, that's it. It's oh, nothing. You I, drive I not, in this game. I'm not. Yeah. By the way, you drive a car, and there's way oh. too many tuning options. Um, I will I say that. I would like a little driving in a game I play. But yeah, I, yeah. I mean, like, look, the game looks phenomenal. The game has a ton of customizations, which I'm sure the gearheads are loving. And I used to like listen, not to you know toot my own horn here, but I'm I'm pretty damn good at racing games. I've I won the Gran Turismo 2 competition back at. Um, uh, there's E3 when I went to years ago. I won that. Um, oh, so I remember that. yeah, yeah. I, I, listen, it stands <laughs> out. I, I, I'm I'm pretty good at racing games. I'm You're really the Elden Driver. The, yeah, I I was always pretty good at like it. Yeah, I, I mean Elden Lord translates to driving apparently. So, um, <laughs> but like I'm pretty good at racing games. I even like what I played here on my first lap. I got like a nine. <laughs> They give you they give you section ratings. I got like a I got an achievement because I ran a nine on my first section of the game, mm-hmm. and like so you give an achievement for that. And I got first place in the first race, which is not it's very hard to do. Um, Elden Wheels, hey Chiro, thanks for joining us. By the way, <laughs> Elden Wheels, that's it. Um, but like I don't know. So Forza, I, I do love my racing games. I used to love my racing games. I think maybe I just gotten older and I like different stuff. But like the game's it's good. It looks really good. It controls very well. Mm-hmm. My controller, by the way, has a problem with its trigger. It gets stuck. Didn't know that until this game. Yeah, my mm-hmm. right trigger gets stuck. So try driving, by the way, when you have a stock accelerator. I'm still good with what it, type by the of way. Controller is this? It's just <laughs> the regular Xbox controller. It's, the trigger's stuck for some reason. So um, yeah, just wait for uh, next year for the new model. But this one, I'm not. I'm not gonna like. I'm like, oh, I go buy myself a controller, but I'm like, what the fuck? No, I'm probably not keeping the system at this point. So it's like, why am I going to buy a controller? Yep. Um. So, uh, you know, I mean, like I said, I like the game a lot. Um, but I'm like, I don't know how much I'm gonna play of this thing because it's it is the same game I played since. Yeah, I mean, it what is this out. like the fourteenth Horizon or yeah, I mean, game? it it runs. Great. I, I mean. Know. It asked me to run performance mode, and I was like, well, let me try it with a ray tracing, because like, that's the idea. Like, I want to see how good this amazingly mm. looks. So I did that, and it runs 60 frames anyways like, at ray tracing 4K. Yeah, and that's what you it want. Looks, it looks phenomenal on the TV. It looks great. Um, racing games always again, a good showcase. It looks phenomenal. Pieces. Yeah, I just, like, it's, it's, the, same, it's the same game. It's, like, not I don't know. it's not yeah. exciting, right? I yeah, that must be it. I'm like, I, I mean, it's the same idea as what you know, all your sports games, you know. Yeah, yeah, I guess, but it's like, but the sports games, I feel like they give you some gameplay changes sometimes more. I guess I don't know. I feel like this doesn't change. Like the the line is still there about where you're supposed to perfectly break and accelerate. I and mean, if you're really into the tuning part, then you might. Yeah, there's more there. And, and it's just like if you're really into you know football, and, it's like oh, all these little things make a little difference because. Now you can audible at the line or some stupid shit. This one is supposed I'm, to be like a big sim, right? Like yeah, it's right oh yeah, it is. And I will say so like not, everything you're not gonna get big. Horizon's the more arcadey one. Yeah, 
This is just motorsport. Cars look phenomenal. The tuning is amazing. And you can actually, and, and listen, giving them credit, they take the gearhead out of it if I want to. So the game is like, you can upgrade parts, blah, blah. They're giving me this whole line. And I hate having to play an intro for a car game, by the way. You can't skip mm. the cutscenes. And I'm like, I don't give a shit what? about these. Like, yeah, what? you can't skip the cutscenes. You must so watch these cutscenes. You have to watch these beautiful, like, reflection cars going down the racetrack. I'm like, why am I watching this shit? But they're telling you, like, you can upgrade the cars. And I'm like, I don't want. I don't. I don't want any part of do this. That. But they do have. A, they they do have a um a quick button. They let Auto the computer do it, just yeah. Do it. yeah. So Auto give them credit. And and the credit or earning system looks much better than it used to be. It looks a lot because mm-hmm. in the, in the pink games past, this game was unfair because it was it was a pay to go. Remember, like they had they botched that. They make, used to have to make you buy credits. Like you can just Not get familiar. ahead. It was crap. It was a crappy a pay to play model. Like it was one of those. Uh, I vaguely remember you talking game. about this before. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was, and that's the last time I played this game. So I was like, let me go back in and play it. And I, they fixed so much. It looks, it like that looks much kinder and better. Those leveling up your driver avatars mm-hmm. and the drive avatars, and uh, it, so good, great game. Give them credit. If you like racing games, it looks awesome. Go, 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 check it out. Uh, it looks better than Gran Turismo Seven looked. I will say, I've looked at Gran Turismo Seven stuff because I do like these games usually. But maybe I'm just getting too old. For, I don't know. I'm just. I'm bored. Maybe I'm just bored with them. That's really what I have to say. It just seems like it's the same thing every time you play it, even though it looks a little better. That's about it. It's not much left, you know? So, you know, not much more to explore. That's the best way to describe it. Um, so I, I played that, and um, that's pretty much the big thing for me this week. Uh, it's been very busy. I was away, so I didn't get to play much. So that's it for me. All right. Um, Corey? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not playing too many games right now. Okay. All right. Um, Mike. Um, so I've been playing some more Starfield. Um, I think I'm nearly about a hundred hours in now. Um, mm. sort of putting off going much further in the main story. Cause I know that I'm getting close to the end. I have a couple more factions things I want to do. And, um, finally spent enough money to buy a class B ship. We'll see how that goes. Um, so, a lot of this I'm noticing is you sort of create your own goals at this point in this game. Yeah, I can't. This um, is not for me. This is, this is not for me. Like, I like open. I, like, listen, I hate open world games, but I love them. I hate, but I love them. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best way. To, if, for people new for this. Love that's hate me. relationship. Yeah. That doesn't sound like it's fun for me at all, though. It's just I don't want to find fun. Right. It's not. You hate well, to love it. You, you have to. Like, for you, I would say, then just do the faction quests. And that's the game, basically. Um, I want to no no those the game the, is the, the game is the main story. That's I'm sorry if you can't make a good compelling game from your main story, you're fucking that's fucking yeah. terrible. Like that's I'm but, sorry. I mean, that's what true. if the, the the faction stuff is the main game for you? No, Jim. no, it's, that's a side story. You could go through the whole game but and never it's touch not that for you. Do you have you to go through the, the whole game without touching the main story too? You and you never finish the game. Sounds like. Like you to have finish the to, game. I mean, well, what is the game? What is what is the game, Jim? Is the game <laughs> enjoying your time that you spend in it? Is it or is it well, completing a section apart? Mike, it, Mike, if you only do faction quests, you roll credits. You need to roll credits no, to have no fun credits. with the game. That's ending the game. Yes. But do you need like to? Do you need to have fun? Do you the need that when you to, do that anyway? Yes, I do need that. I need a. I need an ending. I need an ending. Well, you could do that. You could bang that out real quick if you want. I, but it's got to it be good. Matter. Like, it's got to be good. And everybody tells me it's not that great. It, well, there's, again, if you do, maybe if you do it all quickly, it'll you be more impactful. You can't bank. You, my, my, okay, like, this is my problem with the game. And, and 
like I said, it's not as bad as I was describing it podcasts ago. I'll give it, give it, it's got some charm. My problem with the game is it's, it's, you got to do everything on the side and forget the main mission. And that means like, that's means there's a problem with the game in my opinion. Like that, that tells me there's a problem. That. But People if I can tell you to do the other way, what's the game score? I'm just saying, Mike, I'm Mike, just saying, forget the side quests. Can you focus on the main game? Forget like, let's say you're going to play just the main quest. How, how good is the game? That's For, not forget what the other thing. As the game is, you don't do that ever. <laughs> you don't do that ever. The whole game is about exploring and looking at all your options. And the best strength of the game is just finding quests and where you least expect them. I don't That's know. I've, I've pretty much. Is. I Fallout Three was for me like I do some side quests in an open world game. I do, uh, but. I have only a little bit I do, and I do the main story. And when I feel like I finished what I want to do, and that's that's it. I don't go exploring. I do what I want my characters to complete. Like Baldur's Gate Three was. This, there's so much I missed in Baldur's Gate Three, but I played that game to completion for me. This is what I wanted to do with those characters. I'm not doing. I'm not going out and finding more things, which I'm sure there is out there. But that's what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Role playing that character. That's what this game is. I want to do this. So it's like oh. there may be some cool side side stuff. But I want to do the main story, and does the main story make you want to do it? Eventually, it does. Like I <laughs> would be going through it quicker if I wasn't afraid of the ending because I know some stuff. So I just like that's um, my that's my gripe. That's my gripe of the game. That's that's it. It's mm -hmm. you know I understand like it's got fun I to it. it. I understand though, like it. the I game. Do. You know, like Diablo Four. You blitz through that story because you want to get past it. Like, yeah, but I mean, the, the, the goal I'm of just the saying, game is the, 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 the loop, right? We've talked about it. Right. No, I get that. But I'm saying it sounds like Starfield. The goal is to get blitz, blitz through the main story so you can do the other stuff. That's what it sounds like Starfield is. It's like, get through well, the main I mean, story so you can open. I would argue that's, that's awful design. Then. If a game's prerequisite is, you'll beat this game first, and it's going to be more fun the second time. I'm going to be like, what are you fucking talking well, about? Not even yeah. the second time. I'm just saying, like, the just, the, 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 the same idea as Diablo, where for me, it's sounds like that's what this game is not i don't necessarily i'm just saying it's like it's finding the fun in what you're doing like i find yeah. the fun in diablo by trying to kill more monsters to get stronger like maybe there's fun I, in that's, exploring that's and well i get that but i'm saying main starfield maybe the fun is exploring these planets and finding new ships and and building buying ships i don't know i'm just saying i don't know the game I'm just it sounds to me like it's I'm sure somebody finds that fun. But... I'm sure somebody finds that fun. For yeah, sure. I mean, for me, it seems... doesn't sound fun. I just it needs to be like a compelling single. Like I did everything in Mass Effect. Don't get me wrong. I did all of that stuff with the characters, but but that main main story intertwined it to the point where I wanted to do all of that. Like this game doesn't make you do that. No, you guys always complain. You especially. Three. You especially when you have these open worlds and like there's such urgency to the main story, you don't want to do anything else. This yes. is not that specifically for that reason. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> for that reason. But no, it's specifically so you can take your time. If something interests you, you go and do it. You don't need to rush to do anything in the main story. Now there's more urgency, urgency later in the story for sure. Um, but like, I'm more invested in doing the, all the side quests at least once, all the big faction quests at least once before I finish the main story for the first time. See, uh, see, my understanding of the game is that you can, just like, what is it, Fallout 4, probably, and probably 3 in the UVA, I don't remember those games as much, but like you can just join 
all the factions doesn't matter you, you like it just sounds like they're scared of locking you out of content it's like hey um, like, here's a big decision it's just i would say well i screwed myself a little bit already um because i expected it to be more uh, robotic than that because um one of the quests basically you are playing both sides in a specific quest and one of them you're a crimson fleet member basically and that's like one of the pirate factions and i assumed that it wouldn't keep track of that when i took a bounty like as a sort of you know radiant quest and killed some crimson crimson fleet people somewhere else but they did so <laughs> when i went back to the crimson mm-hmm. fleet home base they're like you need to pay like 40,000 credits or we're going to all going to shoot you i'm like god damn it so i mean it's not there's so you're penalized but did, are you were you locked out of content did like the faction if become just, hostile to if, you only if i shot them instead of paying them yes they would have okay but yeah there's not like like there just needs to be repercussions for your actions well there uh, will be at the end of this that specific quest there's a Crimson Fleet US uh, sys stuff. Basically, you're undercover in there, and you can choose who you want to go with, and you'll be the Crimson Fleet will basically be gone. If I, I'm assuming, if you go with the uh, the one other faction at the end of that, which is a shame because I they buy contraband without any hassle. So eventually, <laughs> do like that back, about them. But... Um, yeah, Chiro, Chiro that's Chiro chimed, chimed in too. Which, hey, thank you for chiming in as well, Chiro Arts, who joins us on Twitch. Um, about gu- the game being about guild slash factions, companions, that's Bethesda style games. Sorry, I'm paraphrasing your comment here. Um, yeah, I see the thing for me is like, you know, I, it, you're telling me, Chiro, that it's not a lot, not like Mass Effect at all. And I, I get that because the main story is like compelling. Uh, but I would argue Mass Effect is about the companions, and that's what makes the game so good. And like, it's the same. I, that's what I was talking. That's what I was talking about with this. Like, make it needs to be about those companions. And like, are the companions in, in companions in this interesting enough? Like, I don't think that's Some, the case. A couple of them are. Um, they do. They did something. Last week, I thought you admitted they were all a downgrade from Fallout. They're 4. no, as the total number of them is a downgrade for sure. There's like four up to your companions in this game and two that are likable, <laughs> but, but they do do interesting things. They're way more, um, they're way more reactive, uh, to situations. They have a lot to say this time around, but, mm. um, they did something unexpected with companions okay. in the story mode as well. Um, right. but I don't know. I, I kind of feel like you gotta be kind of cynical to dislike this game when you put in a lot of time, but, that's just how I feel. You like um, hate play. You hate play, though. So this doesn't count. I don't hate You hate play everything. You hate play all the time. What are you talking about? What are you, what, it took you like three or four play? times to beat Witcher 3. You're like, I hate this game. Yeah, and then you're like, it was I started slow. Witcher 3 again. We're like, why? <laughs> because I had nothing else to play at the time. And it's like, it was in but my then you quit it again, and then it took you a third time. You're like, I'm back to Witcher 3, guys. And we're like, why? And then I liked it. And now uh, I like it a lot. So yeah, it was anyways. a good decision. All right. All right. Also so, played um, most of the story mode in Mortal Kombat. Cool. Oh, nice. And it's fun. It's a, it's it, how story. is that? How is that main story compelling? A good Mortal Kombat story. Um, 
yeah, it's so, I'm, I'm surprised I'm, a little bit by the direction they're going, but it's fun. Yeah, I, I've heard though that it's a little lacking after I'm done with that, which I'm a little disappointed in. So we'll see. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. So we'll see. But let me know how that is afterwards. I've heard it's not quite as as interesting as previous games. Uh, Tony, what have you been playing? Uh, just a whole lot of cyberpunk. I'm in the That's final cool, act, so pretty much wrapping up a lot of the storyline stuff because I'm getting, you know, achievements where it's like, hey, you did, you know, X characters, you know, storyline basically. Oh, just put yourself in like a time machine to go back three years ago to tell yourself that I'm playing cyberpunk now. What would have happened? <laughs> I mean, well, I, I, think I, think said I was that, though. I think I, mean, I, I said think, that. Yeah, we've like, all. Yeah, was... we've all. Like, I, I know. Like, it's like when this game gets good, we'll play it. Like, that's like the whole thing we were saying. Yeah, I, it was so broken. Like, we were like, all so like, excited for it. Like it, that. This game was like one of the most anticipated games for me. And like, but well, then remember, everything that's come that. out was like yeah. it just mm-hmm. looked. It just like doesn't doesn't reward your time. And like, why would you do this to yourself? You know. So. Especially so, on console. Like this, this is a like, game that has like no this. This is like an open world with like a lot of branching stuff, but like mm. I wouldn't say it's open world. No, it, it's it, not really open world. The way the best way I describe it is like think uh, of like a um, a Grand Theft Auto game, right? Where you have and, 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 hold on, hold your reservations. I mean, like the thing is like like Night City is awesome. It's one of the yeah. most compelling like game settings I've ever played. Like honestly, mm. it is just so cool. Like. Uh, and it gives me that that feeling that first time I played Grand Theft Auto Three, for example, where you're just like, like this is cool. Like, cause at the time, no other game had done that, right? It's like yeah, here's an open yeah. city, you could just drive around, like get out and like you know stumble upon some secrets and stuff like that. And this this game really gives me those vibes. But in an, and I'm sure there you know there's been tons of GTA clones over the years and stuff like that. But this game is just so compelling because each of their districts is just so unique and custom made right like there's 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 buildings and there's different areas that are just like custom built. you're like oh this is cool right and i've already seen a couple times where like i've been in some area i'm like oh this would be a cool like setting for a quest or you know a, a mission or something like that and sure enough later on it's like oh okay this is the the place i remember and stuff like that so uh it's just really are there, cool are there a bunch of still fake doors everywhere or is oh yeah there- i mean that's that's is it like cause it was a lot <laughs> yeah and i mean unfortunately that's just, that's just reality right i mean even even in the ps2 days when it was simple and polygons you know <laughs> you know the the character model of v you know has more polygons than probably all of the polygons in grand theft auto 3 mm-hmm. um it's just you know, the, the unfortunate reality that you're not gonna be able to explore every door or every room or every house which unfortunately i I get the the need to want that right because that would be so cool um but like the the only realistic way that would have to be done is like procedure generated content or just like copy paste you know like oh Mm -hmm. i've been in this room like a hundred times or something like that this person is wearing the same shirt now it's green now it's exactly yeah so so it's like redfield and the dead bodies on the floor (laughs) yes yes redfall 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 Redfall. i do do recall um know really liking night city but also being like there's nothing left to do for me at least after a while where it was just like i went did some gigs killed some people the the economy was kind of fucked back then too so even if i found like a chest which was not very well distributed through the map i I was like i just wish 
there was more incentive to look in these nooks and crannies because visually they looked really good, but there was just not a whole lot of reason most of the time. Yeah, I can't compare to how it was before, but a couple areas I've already been to, um, they'll either be like um, a little like gang member because there's a, there's a bunch of different, going back to factions, there's a couple mm-hmm. different factions. Almost all, all of them are hostile to you because you just wind up, you know, doing bad shit. You're, you're like the biggest merc in the town. Right, you're yeah. the biggest merc in town. Uh, but there's been, uh, I'd say, like at least four or five times where I've like I've just like explored an area, been rewarded with something. And uh, for the economy, I mean, you have to do a lot of like, if you really want to upgrade your character, because uh, you can upgrade your character directly, or you can upgrade your weapons and stuff like that. And at the end game, like I think the highest tier is level five, unless unless they introduce level six. I just haven't seen anything like that. Uh, but when you got up to five, like it costs a lot of components to upgrade those things now. So even if I find some like weapon or whatever that I'm like, yeah, I can't use this. This is a, a clear downgrade. I'm just like, I don't care. I'm I'm just dismantling. You. Like you're just disenchanting it, and it's like, cool, get in my pile and stuff like that. But I can get that. I mean, my biggest personal criticism of the game is that there's just nothing, or there's very little to do that's non-combat related, right? Because the fun thing in Grand, uh, Grand Theft Auto was like you could just do stupid random shit, right? Like was billiards, mm. darts. Yeah. You know, a lot that of small, kind of small stuff inside. Yeah, right. A lot of small mini game stuff. Yep. In this, there's a couple arcade units that you can play the games, which are fun. Which are new. Um, which are new. Which is new. Uh, oh, that wasn't in one point Okay, I didn't ask. I wasn't in. Was the, there was nothing in the base game. Gotcha. So that's like a good step forward then, and that's what I would want out of a sequel: is more stuff where it's like, hey, maybe I don't feel like killing or you know whatever. Like maybe yeah, I just more wanna... yakuza. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, I get the this game kind of there's plot some karaoke in there, <laughs> right? There's some plot urgency where it's like, yeah, like if I was in that situation, yeah, I probably wouldn't want to fuck around either. But um, mm-hmm. that's, what, that's the way I treat the game. So yeah, yeah it's game, one I play game, games. I don't. Game is great, and I do feel um, Johnny Silverhand, aka uh, Keanu Reeves, his character is awesome. Like it's just yeah. so fun. Like anytime he's on screen and he talks to me, I'm just like either like, hell yeah, hell like, yeah. fuck you dude. Because like, he's a very abrasive you know, type of character, just says his mind and stuff like that. Um, so I do find that uh, mm. back and forth intriguing. And the DLC again, because um, I'm like, at the last mission, and I don't want to do it because it will lock you out of certain things, or determine your mm-hmm. you know, your ending and stuff like that. So I'm like, I still want to think about this before I commit to any one thing. How much I'll time? Have you played? 50 hours, I want to say. 50 is wow. stuff like that. So, I mean, it's a pretty meaty game. Uh, but that's I'm happy with that's incorporating all the DLC stuff. Yeah. 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 Cool. How much would you say is just Phantom Liberty? I'd say Phantom Liberty is probably... And, and I'm not done with Phantom Liberty's like mm-hmm. content in terms of... Like, game thing. I mean, I'm done with the, the main story of Phantom Liberty. Okay. There's still like gigs and contracts and whatnot that I've just kind of like brushed mm-hmm. aside because at least on PC... They up the, the performance requirements of uh, Dogtown, so it's like, like the rest of the game is great, and I step into Dogtown, and it's kind of like Ooh. a little jank. So I have to like lower my or I, basically I'm turning uh, DLSS off or um, not the ray tracing. I'm turning ray tracing off because otherwise it's just like a little too dirty for my likes. But uh, I would say Phantom Liberty probably like ten to fifteen hours. Yeah. Like that. It's hard to gauge because like the what the game likes to do, and I, I I get it. It's like you'll do a quest and be like, I need a day to like follow up or something like that. So you're like, okay, I guess I'll go do other missions then, right? Or something like that. You got a that, question there, Tony from Brokish. Brokish. What is my GPU? It's a RTX 3070. 
No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm at 3070 uh 1080, yeah, as well. Uh game looks well. It's just the performance is I I want to say it's a little less than 60 FPS in uh, Dogtown. The rest of the game is is fine. It's just the um hmm. Dogtown, but I could probably tweak the settings a little bit more. Uh I was just following like a couple guides which is like, "Hey, this is how you get, you know, like the the kind of cool thing about PC gaming is like you can be like, hey, best settings for this graphics card and this combination. They'd be like, turn this off, turn this off, turn this off. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Yeah. I downloaded uh, it again. Yeah, I, I have it. I, will I still have the game. Soon. <laughs> this will be installed actually on my Xbox shortly. Uh, maybe I'll play that next because I'm not going to go back to Starfield after that. Oh, yeah. Got, like 10 more days till. Uh... I know. Spider Man. I know. I don't know if I could get that right now. That's the problem. So it's just like tough times to, to get that thrown in there. Um, it's Spider Man in a day. So don't worry about yeah. it. It's a yeah. weekend. I mean, take a weekend to get through Spider Man. Yeah. So cool. Um, all right. That's it for what we've been up to. Uh, let's go into some news. What do we have on the news today, guys? Go with juicy tidbits. Oh, you know this Telltale thing. Let's just go with it. what is what is happening with the resurrected Telltale that's now da- dying again. Is this happening again? Well, yeah, that's exactly what I even said the first time it happened around because like it sounded like they were just keeping the name like Telltale alive in name only. Mm. But apparently, they did hire back a bunch of the original team yeah. and stuff like that. I remember that happening. Yeah, but. They kind of didn't want it to enter the new cycle, but apparently there were layoffs at Telltale, um, which directly impacts. Uh, I don't think the expanse did very well, right? Yeah. I saw that was like getting clearanced out, and so yeah. Oh, I, I don't, don't think. What else did they put out? Like I don't even no, know. I mean, what nothing. Stuff. Nothing besides really. So it's just like, I mean, waiting for all of those games. We were waiting, you know, like yeah. uh, it's just like. Waiting for all those Telltale classics to come back to finish up, and yeah, it's not going to happen. It's just again money issues, and th- this is different. This is a different company at this point, but it's still based on not being able to release anything. So, yeah. Um, all right, so we've got that. We've got uh, yeah. Um, so we got what else we have here? What is the Jason Schreier? What was that one post again? That was the uh, oh, yeah. let's talk about John Unity. John John Ricitelio, uh CEO, former CEO <laughs> of Unity. Um, is uh he's stepping down per company so no we have the fuck around and find out which whatever look i'm not gonna cry any tears for john risitalia because he's a fucking millionaire and you know he's probably getting a golden parachute but um the damage is done in my opinion for you oh, yeah yeah uh i mean from what i saw online because uh on like reset era there's a big mega thread for this and a lot of companies uh indie devs have just flat out said like we're never going to take that risk again. Like, even though they walked it back for now, like, who's to say that they're not going to try this again in X years? Yeah, um, absolutely. And what's like, like, what's if we have, have to pull yeah. this bandage, we're, like, we're going to pull it now, right? You're going to have to like draw up some contracts and and, and stuff to protect yourself as a, a developer now, because this point, yep. like, there's no yeah. trusting that these guys, if it's a private engine that they can just control and do whatever they want, like, yeah, yeah, you gotta, so. Uh, you know, I only see the people who are like, you know, halfway to or more in development sticking with Unity just because it's like, hey, we got to ship something, and then a bunch of devs right. are already saying they're, that they're paying people they've to convert it. Right? So much money yeah. or yeah. so yeah. much time, and yep. it, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so 
but the thing is, like, even though you like, look, I'm glad he's getting fired, whatever. But the thing is, he, to my understanding of the situation, he was just enacting the will of the shareholders in saying, like, hey, because, like, uh, you know, I mean, it's no, it's no sweat off. Like, what is he doing there anyway? Like, he's going to probably make just as much money and he's just find some other out. position. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. He's well, going yeah, to find some other position this. that's going to, yeah. you know, do the same thing and yeah, fall upwards, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, which, and 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 brokerage thing. Yeah, bro. They will definitely say, "Hey, we're doing this great stuff for you in the future." You're right, absolutely right on that situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's Unity's. They have massively uh, shot. They themselves. shot themselves. Yeah. yeah, like that foot's gone. It's cut. It's blown. Mm-hmm. Off. <laughs> gotta, gotta... <laughs> it's gone from the so, surgery there. Yeah, and it's too bad. I mean, because they like they, they're. Their engine is in so much stuff, and it's easy mm-hmm. to learn. It's mm-hmm. easy for developers, and pe- so many people know it. So it's easy to get help. Yeah. Uh, so and yeah, it's scalable because really you can even do mobile games on it and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's really unfortunate fall out of this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, and uh, we got. Let's see. Oh, we have the PS5 news. That's what we have. So. Sony announced the uh, the new model, the PS5, with a removable drive. Uh, coming, well, coming oh, so this is the PS5 Slim. This is PS5. The Slim new model. I'm sorry, new model as not an upgrade or anything like that. But this is the Slim model that we've talked about that is very appealing to myself. Um, oh yeah, but, I mean absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, coming November, it has a one terabyte storage, uh, and uh, new option provides uh, new model provides option to add an Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive. Um, which is pretty cool. Well, so I mean, it's cool, but also at the same time, the digital edition is getting a price increase. Yeah. I... Oh, uh, <laughs> it broke Jim. Sony got him. Yep. All right, so we'll wait for Jim to come back. Come but out. yeah, the digital edition is going from three ninety nine to um, uh, four forty nine ninety nine. Mm. So fifty dollars, only a fifty dollars discrepancy between the digital and um, you know, uh, full version, which is, f- you know, I don't know. I, I think it's a little like for fifty bucks, right? Like it's just it's fifty a, bucks, right? It's like, the same storage, it? also. It's like I didn't get to see that. It's no, no, storage. it's it's the terabyte, right? So it's you are terabyte. getting a little bit more. So you're getting storage. a little bit more. Okay, so but, that, maybe that's where they're kind of like being like, "Hey, we're gonna give you more storage." But no, now... well, I mean, the thing is, storage storage is one of the few things where, as time goes on, you get more storage for cheaper, right? Like, I mean, I remember on my last thing when I got a 500 gigabyte um, SSD, it was I probably spent like 200 bucks on it or something like that. Whereas, like, you can be- get like a terabyte drive made specifically for PS5 for now. like. 50 60 70 dollars yeah. depending on a sale or whatnot um but uh yeah i don't know like i mean i think it's cool that the new ps5 uh digital edition will have the option uh to get a drive now the thing is that we found out through this is it's not like a plug in the usb port and mm. something to get a disk drive it's you take out part of the ps5 digital edition and you replace it with this like accessory device, right? Like it can't just be Sega or a Nintendo. Yeah, thing, can't right? just be an easy plug and play things. Exactly, be proprietary make it a right. little bit more difficult. Exactly. Not to mention all those Gen One, you know, PS5 digital edition owners. They don't have something now, uh, which is unfortunate because you know right. I can't just add on. Right, you can't just right. add it on. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. I mean. So it's an artificial price increase, right, for the yeah. PS5 digital edition. How they get around it? Yep. It screws over the Gen One digital edition owners. 
Um, and honestly, okay. like I really wish they just redesigned it. Like you look at it, and unless you have the side by side comparison, you're it like the same. Hey, it yeah. looks the same. It looks like a tower. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a freaking like massive Eye of Sauron uh tower <laughs> um so i don't know i think that um for me like i was waiting for it to get slimmer which is good uh but it is looks just as tall i think it is just as tall so that's it is a little yeah. shorter i think it is slimmer we lost yeah, your very... video jim but i'm back i'm back yeah i reloaded yeah. it should be all good now mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean um so I mean, we'll see. Obviously, artificial price increase, uh, but it's intriguing for people like to get a new model. Of, you know, we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. And Brokish, um, thank you for uh, joining us. Also, but uh, we have we did talk about Starfield actually at the beginning of this episode uh, to death. With Mike's been playing it like crazy here on the podcast, and uh, we we kind of went into that whole aspect of of it. Um, and we actually have an earlier episode called Finding the Fun, I believe, where we're talking about <laughs> you, and fun Ma- you and Mike. It's yeah. just Mike and I talking about yeah. it. Again, we had this similar conversation where it's like <clears throat> the um the like the game has charm. It has that Bethesda charm to it, but it's like for me it just doesn't have a compelling enough main story to Yeah. Well go. listen to the yeah. beginning. We went through, we did a lot. Yeah, so that's about <laughs> it. So yeah. Uh but yeah, it's that's pretty much. Do we have anything else in the news? Uh, oh, tell me, uh, I didn't get to see. I can't look, so you have to All look right. at the channel news. I, I am looking. I didn't see anything else. Was there anything else you wanted to discuss? Was there a Disney thing that I missed? Yeah. So apparently, there's a rumor. There's a yeah. rumor that uh, Disney board members or shareholders. I forget exactly, but there's pressure on Bob Eager of saying we should pivot as a company towards gaming uh and there's rumor or you know indications that possibly they're going to buy out ea what yeah uh well that, i mean if you remember they, i could see some truth that because remember yeah. a year or so back there was some rumor that ea was looking to sell out that's what i'm saying you know? ea is a prime acquisition target for a lot of people mm-hmm. uh so i i found that to be like an amazon target you know uh somebody for game once again in the gaming but uh that makes that that's huge, and we don't we talked about this last week, didn't we? Like the, the, well, the, they were like, they were gonna be serious. They're trying like to get all these other this? like all these big companies are just gonna consolidate into each other. So they're yeah. gonna have like one or two or three epic mega corporations now. That's what's moving towards it seems like, and yeah, it's just it's gonna be unfortunate, I think, because we saw what happened. When EA had control over Star Wars, <laughs> they just they did nothing with that. And so, if like Disney has like this whole EA studio co- family to make their games for them, like I I don't know if that's a good thing because then it sounds like they may not necessarily you know get in, you know an Insomniac to make a Spider-Man game or a Wolverine game anymore, and you're just gonna have their internal EA houses doing this stuff, which doesn't seem like it worked out last time <laughs> yeah uh ea I mean, with uh their last work wasn't quite impressive with it so well yeah. not not instilling a lot of confidence um but it's just a rumor it's you know obvious speculation when you have all these corporations with all this oh. money and talk and other people getting acquired here and there it's always going to come up as something it's like well what if this company buys that company and I'm, I'm sure there is some truth to it because like if you think about it like disney you know isn't is an entertainment company, right? Because they mm-hmm. have their hands in TV, movies, animation, you know, theme parks, obviously, you know, yeah. whatnot. Yeah. 
um, and they have such strong IP brand recognition, right? But they don't really capitalize it in the gaming aspect. And it seems like it's, um, you know, hot or cold, right? Where, like, they'll do something. Like, I remember back on the Wii, they really pushed for, like, something like Epic Mickey, right? Um, that was done by, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, Spectre? Uh, yeah, Warren Spectre, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was a big deal at the time. And, uh, you know, the first one came out and did, did Gangbusters, right? And they immediately greenlit a sequel. And the sequel kind of flopped because they ported it to the other systems. And it wasn't, you know, a little, a little less special or whatever. Um and yeah, we have the finally the good Star Wars games these days, right? As opposed to the initial deal with uh, Electronic Arts, right? Where it's like mm-hmm. five years of a 10-year deal and all they had was Battlefront, right? <laughs> it's like, yep. cool, like, glad this is happening. Um, but for me, like, gaming is an opportunity where they could, like, you know, um, really grow to, you know, like, there's a lot of growth to be had for yeah. a gaming sector for them, right? Because you look sure. at it like, like, Disney, even plus, I would say it had reached that saturation point where it's like, it's not necessarily the more money they're throwing into it, you know, or they're making more money. It's actually, we have to stop the bleeding, right? And stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I would surmise actually that, you know, by them looking at companies like, you know, say Nintendo and Sony and even Sega, right? Like their pivot from these video game companies to, you know, and, and Sony was already there, right? With entertainment. Mm, but like, yeah. certainly you look at like Nintendo and Sega, when they're starting to get into like these other things, right? You're like, oh shit. Like, okay. Suddenly, this revenue stream, which we didn't have before, right? You know, Mario movie comes out, does a billion dollars. The Sonic 1 and 2 movies, I think, have done over a billion dollars total, right? Where you're like, oh, shit. You know, we went from nothing in this market to, you know, a billion dollars, over a billion dollars. And that helps keep that IP relevant and alive, right? So maybe when the next Mario game takes five years to develop, not that it would happen, but, uh, you know, you can rely on a movie to, you know. Well, that's, I mean, that's the whole thing these days is getting that brand, that IP yeah. out into every medium. Like, look at Last of Us and look at even Gran Turismo's got a movie now. It's like you need yeah, were... and want to have as many of these different avenues of, you know, money-making opportunities as possible. I, Streaming. Yeah, I, I'm get, shocked um, it's taken this long. To yeah. talk, have, that, have this conversation with them, yeah. Go on, yeah. You stream no, no, and everything. Like, yeah, yeah, you want the you want the revenue avenues, the yeah. TV, the movies, the you know the yeah. books, the comics, like every nerdy little thing these days. It's like nerdy <laughs> stuff is cool, like nerdy culture is cool, and so any avenue that you can you know get people to you know start like, hey, I like books, so uh, here's a novel for you. And now, oh, this novel's cool. I like this universe. Now, what else do you have? Like, oh, there's a video game, and then there's a movie, and there's a TV show. So yeah, it's they just want mm-hmm. to expand as much as possible. Yeah, and especially with Disney, because um, you know, I think Corey, you pay a little bit of attention to it, with, uh, Jim and Mike. Uh, so Disney just came out with a trading card game called Lorcana, and it's all their Disney animation IPs and stuff like that. And so far, that has done gangbusters. Something like they're selling out. People are scalping. Like if you go into a store and you see Lorcana booster packs or anything like that, just buy them. You can resell them for probably two to three times as much, especially with this upcoming holiday season. Yeah, you mm-hmm. will probably make money off of this stuff. Um, but you know that's another area where they're just like, hey, we don't we don't have anything, so let's create something. And as long as it does well, that's you know, it's a totally money stream for them. Yeah, and even you know, with Magic, like you're saying, like Magic, you have bringing in these different IPs mm-hmm. to, to expand people's interest. Because like, oh, I'm a Lord of the Rings fan, but I don't know anything about Magic now. There's this Magic Lord of the Rings stuff, so it brings people in, and it also brings people out to the the other stuff. So yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, and uh, uh, I guess Brookish will will answer this question of yours before we wrap up. But um, yeah, 
Thoughts on $70 games is many people seem to hate the increase in price, but as a 32-year-old, I remember my dad buying games in the 90s for 40 to 50 or even upwards of $100 US in the uh, 90s. It is inflation what are your feelings. Uh, so uh, long answer, we do have actually an episode dedicated to this. I think it was even titled like <laughs> $70 games when yeah, I think it was, I think it was NBA. <laughs> but yeah. the short answer is, um, look, it sucks paying 10 extra dollars, you know, not gonna. No, I'm never gonna be like, yeah, I, I'm, I yeah. want to pay more. Yeah, right. But the reality more. is, we had that sixty dollars price point for what was it? Over two generations since the three hundred and sixty. We had it for too long. Yeah. We like, had it for too just, long. Yeah. yeah, compared to inflation, in like, a weird way. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. also just like the way it's. Yeah, I mean the way the industry's grown, the size of the games, the size of the teams, the size. Everything got so much more expensive, and the games did not. So something had to that, give. You know, and that's the price, yeah. you know. That's that it. said, especially when you talk about NBA, we were kind of hoping that when you increase the base price, you would see a little less of the microtransaction stuff. And obviously that doesn't happen with NBA. Hasn't happened. That's um, never going to happen. No, that's going to be no, that. I mean, because that's another so one. The, the real question is, would you like, different. would you pay 90, $100 for a game and not have battle passes and microtransactions like ever. I don't think they do. I don't think they do it. I think they no, they, they, they would still lose money in that. But yeah, you want you want the cash as a the, consumer. The would you do that? It's pretty much hypothetical because they'll never do that. But it's, yeah, it's interesting to think about. Yeah, yeah. and because you give up a good point. Why are they releasing at seventy? But it's not even complete. And that's you know that's a problem. We can that's look at a game like yeah. you know uh, actually I didn't even put it on the news because it was so insignificant. I thought, but Redfall just mm-hmm. got its first it major patch. Yeah, patch update, right? Second well, mention to this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry, but <laughs> yeah, like, it just triggered this. This is the conversation that triggered yep. mentioning it, right? Because it was really <laughs> and that game. You know, even though it's on Game Pass, Microsoft they price it at seventy dollars, and I look at yeah. that, I'm like, you're not worth yeah, seventy. Okay. You're not definitely not worth sixty. Mm-hmm. I mean, but then the unfortunate reality, though, is like people are like the same amount of work and effort are yeah that people need to put out to make these games is you know that's still the same thing. It's like a sixty dollar game, seventy dollar. There's the amount of people working on these games are the same, and the you know salaries are the same. So it's like this game may be shit, but you're still paying them the same amount that you pay to get you know the same the people that made this mm-hmm. other game. That's better. There are- which there is are different scales of games, though. There are indie games. No, I, no obviously, and the budgets for games are a lot bigger and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you know, the cost of games is just increasing. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, and even though you get a bad game, like the people that work on these games, they still had to work on these games. <laughs> right. They had to spend time and effort. And it sucks, but they're not going to get the bonuses or paid extra for so, their efforts. <laughs> Basically, in conclusion, I'm cool with $70, especially with single player, like no DLC, mm-hmm. no microtransaction things. Um, mm-hmm. With something like NBA, that's kind of bullshit, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, like, it's still the it's still the base cost of increase. That's what it is, Mike. So, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. So. If, if anything, you know, like, all it does is, you know, look, like, uh, obviously the giant megacorps, you know, nothing's going to really change the needle there for them. It's just other other than oh. executives getting their bonuses, right? And if you but, want good things and you like things, you know, you got to support the people that make them. Thanks. Right, and that's what I was about to say. Like the mid-core developers, right? Maybe a little bit too big for indie uh, or below. Like the thing is like now they can price a title or like a, uh, they can price it accordingly, right? And the people that are at those companies will directly benefit from having that extra $10 cushion. And it's still uh, totally a thing that it's up to the publisher and in some cases, the developer on what they want to price. Cause so like, um, you know, cyberpunk is still 60, I believe retail. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
because um, I, I bought, yeah. I even I mean, bought the combo. Definitely on PC. find it here and there, but yeah. Um, but uh, Resident Evil Four was sixty. Capcom has not moved prices up to seventy yet. Square Enix has. Uh, Sony has. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nintendo only chose Tears of the Kingdom. You know, and for me, like that ten, like I, I wouldn't have paid. You know, probably eighty or you know, maybe even ninety. Because mm-hmm. I'm a super fan of that series, right? What we are going to see though, and I'm, I'll make a proclamation here, is that mm-hmm. we're going to start seeing these um, extra like ten, twenty, thirty dollar passes. For, to play it early, right? Because that's what Starfield did, where if you bought the, yeah. what is it, the deluxe edition or whatever the, yeah. the heck it was. Something stupid, yeah. You could play it like a week early or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently that did really well. Because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, top of the scene charts and stuff like that. Uh, so I can absolutely see a lot of publishers going that route now, where it's like, hey, you really want this game? Pays an extra twenty bucks. Well, yeah. What was it before? Like it used to be, you know, you throw in like a the collector's edition was ten dollars yeah. more, and they just give you like stickers and whatever, you know, yeah, some yeah, like yeah. stupid thing that's not worth hat or something. Yeah. Right, yep. right. So yeah, it's so yeah. we gotta throw them a bone here and there and playing it early. You know, everybody wants to be the first. So yeah. So yeah. But, yeah, cost per hour thing. I think that's that's not a bad metric at all, though. Is uh, you know, if you go to a movie, twenty bucks to go to a two-hour movie. Or you spend, you know, sixty dollars for 100 that's, hours that's a hundred hours of sort of yeah. a separate discussion it's a separate as well. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but it's I mean, it's, it's you know, wherever you feel like you are getting it's value. You get value out of it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's like it's, and it's, uh, it's it's individual, you know, preference. Yep. All right, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Gamecast, folks. Thanks for tuning in once again. We are live on Twitch Tuesday nights, eight o'clock, eight o five ish sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Please join us live. If you missed these broadcasts, actually over on YouTube, we have our channel. All you can geek over on YouTube. So subscribe to both channels. You can look all the old contents over on YouTube. So you can check it out over there. Um, it's AYCG channel. So. Or on any major podcast platform, Spotify. And we're also Apple, audio on Spotify, yeah. iTunes. Uh, yeah, the, the Apple Podcasts. Sorry, not iTunes anymore. Uh, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, and uh, I forget what else. But we're on there. So uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys soon. See you next week. We are-